I'm not sure if I mentioned it before, but when my friend Clay Mason Bannerman and I want to impress our new lady friends, Tiffer and Mickey, we don't even have to take them to a restaurant. That's because we have an entire freezer stocked full of ButcherBox, and that includes high-quality meat and seafood that we can trust. It's so convenient. It's delivered right to our doorstep, and there's always free shipping. I mean, where else can you get free protein for a whole year? Tiffer and Mickey love it, and so will you. At least one of them is always around asking when the new ButcherBox is arriving. Sign up at ButcherBox.com mega and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free-for-a-year offer plus an additional 20 bucks off. Choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at ButcherBox.com mega and use code MEGA to choose your free-for-a-year offer plus 20 bucks off your first order. Thanks, ButcherBox. Mega is an improvised satire from the staff of a fictional megachurch. We are here, Lord, we are here, and we're ready, ready to podcast. Hiya, I'm Hallie Lebon, and this is Mega, coming to you from Twin Hills Community Church, where every single week we're giving our mega church a tiny family feel. We introduce you to members of our church staff and our community. Oh, it is a true treat and it is a true treasure. Well, per usual, I'm joined by my co-host. He's the youth pastor for our high school ministry called Climax. Please welcome Gray Highs. High key for Christ, Hallie, low key for Satan. How are you? <laughs> bless, 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 bless. How was your week? How are your kids coming to Climax? I am just having such a great sort of back to school energy Ooh. with my teens in Climax. Yeah. And I'm doing something called back to school facing the cross. Ah. And you know, Hallie, it's really important, I think, that these teens be able to share their faith, mm-hmm. for, for, you know, because there's so many teens in that public, secular school space that are just, you know, it's rife with non-believers. Oh, isn't that the trip? Totally. I mean, you know, I kind of like to think of atheists, you know, they're like mice. Huh. They just multiply. When you hit one with a rake, there's three more where that one came from. Oh, <laughs> sounds like, do you do you have a story there, Gray? <laughs> uh, well, you know, Clay and I are having some issues with mice at the duplex oh. we live in, or, you know, own and uh, planning to rent down. Anyway, back to back to school facing the cross. Uh, I'm doing a really cool incentive-based contest sort of raffle thing. If my teens in Climax can show up and say that, you know, they've witnessed and won someone to Jesus, then their name gets entered into this raffle next week at Climax to get, you know, fully kitted out from Fly Effect, which is a cool streetwear company that carries all the top brands. Awesome. So every person that they win to Christ, they get a ticket and that ticket goes into the raffle so that you can just look really good in your back to school stuff that's so cool oh it's been amazing you know i've had some kids and i don't like to name names but i will shout these two out um emberly Cormanati mm-hmm. and Blaze Rascal, mm-hmm. they have each signed up 1,300 <gasps> people for Christ that they have saved. So they they have 2,600 tickets in the raffle between them. It's just incredible. That is so awesome. I know. What a win for Christ. Where do they go to school? Uh, Broad Rebel High School. Oh, no. They closed BR High in 2018. What? Yeah, low enrollment. It was a real shame. My son, Day, he, he never even got to go there. Son of a gun. Okay. I need to look into that. That is so weird. They sent me this photo of them in the auditorium praying over all the students. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's clearly photoshopped. Mm. Shoot. Okay. Uh, anyway, what's going on with you, Hallie? 
Oh, I had such a cool God thing happen to me this week, Gray, and it just blessed my socks off. So I thought I would share it with you. Oh, please. Um, well, it started out scary. My husband, Lance Labonte, he, he's he been having some health issues. As you know, he's fully oh, no. paleo. He doesn't eat anything at all except um, animal protein. Right. That can't be bad. And um, he, you know, first it was his heart. Now he had to go have a doctor, a specialist, uh, kind of check out his prostate. Oh, no. And I know that's a real sensitive thing for guys. And yeah. they can be so embarrassed because yeah, it's about your behind about and all that stuff. No one and I to. just said, Lance you know what? I got your back and I will be there with you. And so I went with him and I said, I'm going to sit in the doctor's office waiting room when you go in there with the specialist and I'm going to, I'm just going to sit there. I'm going to pray the whole time. I'm going to put you in a hedge of protection and I'm going to, I'm just going to be offering up, you know, my, my prayers and my supplications and my, and my recommendations and my requests to, you know, our heavenly father who loves you so much, sweetie. And so here I am sitting there, Gray. In the doctor's office, uh, Lance Labonte is in there with the doctor, and the Holy Spirit put this song on my heart. Does that ever happen to you? Oh, yeah, all the time. I love when that happens. Just like an awesome praise and worship song. Do you know the Tommy Walker song, How Can I But Love You? Uh, Yeah, I do. Oh, it's such an awesome. How can I but love you? Right. And and I just said, you know what? This is coming straight from the Holy Spirit. And I sat there singing this song as if it was a prayer right out of my heart. And the words of this song are so cool from Tommy Walker. How could I but love you? Okay. How could I but serve you? Okay. How could I but love you? My yeah. comforter, my strength. How could I but serve you okay. when in this life you've been so faithful and true? How could I but love you? Kind How could I but love you? Yeah. How could I but serve you? I mean, it was just a God thing. That is, yeah, that is a God thing. Well, I hope everything's good. Is Lance okay? You know what? I think so. I'm sure he is because we've been praying about it. He honestly, he didn't really talk about it that much because I think he was embarrassed. You know what? And because you know why too? He came out and he had a female doctor, a prostate doctor that's a female. Oh no. I mean, I know that there are gynecologists who are male, but that's because, you know, they're so smart and they need to deliver babies. It's not like they're into that part of the female body or anything. But um, with a female going into prostate stuff, I just said, you know what? I think that's sick. This podcast is sponsored by Talkspace. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and Talkspace, the leading virtual therapy provider, is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. By talking or texting with a supportive licensed therapist at Talkspace, you'll gain insights, discover truths, and experience breakthroughs that will improve how you live and how you feel. With Talkspace, just answer a few questions online, and you'll be matched with a therapist. And because you'll meet your therapist online, you don't have to take time off work or arrange childcare. You'll meet on your schedule, whenever you feel most at ease. Plus, Talkspace works with most major insurers, and most insured members only pay a $25 copay or less. No insurance? No problem. If you want to make progress toward a mentally healthier place, Talkspace is here for you. Now get $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80 when you go to Talkspace.com. Match with a licensed therapist today at Talkspace.com. Save $80 with code SPACE80 at Talkspace.com. Well, 
Just like Jesus said, even the rocks and stones will cry out. Our guest today is a stone-cold rocker. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Mr. Rod Humble. Um, hey guys. Welcome. <laughs> so cool. Yeah, awesome. Man, I'm psyched. Rod, I've got... I've just yeah. got to paint the picture for everyone. Uh, I would say that um, I mean you were you were just you just kind of the picture of what I would call rock and roll. Yeah. The oh, hair, oh. the, the yeah. leather jacket, the, the rings, the, yeah, oh, the, a really? ring on every oh, finger, really? skulls. Oh, yeah. Oh really? Oh man, just that's so cool. So cool. Oh, it's so cool. yeah. I mean, you know, like part of being, I think, in the music scene is also just um, looking like you are in the scene, and yeah. looking like yeah. you belong. You yeah. know, yeah. and. Um, also, just like people don't mess with you, you know, totally. when you look like like um, a rocker or, um, you know, if you look kind of more like a demon, then people tend to be more like scared and afraid of you. Yeah, that great, yeah. That is a great point. That's true. And I want to ask you, so tell the listeners a little bit about your background, because really when, when we think about rock and roll around Twin Hills, uh, you're probably the first, or at least, you know, in the top five or so names that come up of, of people who have really lived that rock and roll life, but you've lived it for Christ. Yeah, well... You know, not always to be, you oh, know, really? yeah. I mean, like if you go way back, I was listening to, you know, secular rock and metal, like oh. everybody, you know, like a lot of people do, you know, I listened to Corn, mm. and um, I listened to Kiss Whoa. and I listened to Crocus, ba- basically most bands with K's okay. uh, or like a K sound, but um, yeah, but then eventually, um, uh, I found my way to a great band called Striper and I was really blessed and lucky to get in with them on the ground floor as what's called a roadie. Do you guys know what a roadie is? No. How would he do? Well, a roadie is a guy or can also be a girl, but it's usually a guy uh, who goes out on the road with the band and helps them set up all their gear and equipment and carries the guitars and pushes around the big boxes of stuff that's really heavy. And then they do the show. And then after the show, you clean up all the gear and equipment. So you load them in and you load them out. There was a show on Showtime called Roadies that Cameron Crowe do you guys not know that about uh, the show? Know, it got know. canceled. It okay. got canceled because of Luke Wilson. Luke Wilson was the ro- was one of the main roadies. Okay. Right. And totally unconvincing. I don't think people like him as a rock and roll roadie. So right. it got Who canceled. Could? So, uh, but anyway, I was on the road with Striper for like 10 years, you know, from the time when I was like young, like 18 to like 20. What's 10 years uh yeah 28 basically and it was you know it's hard it is a hard it's a rock and roll lifestyle even though it is christian you know what i mean so late hours hard work heavy pushing lifting you know stuff like that and then eventually unfortunately i saw behind the curtain do you know what that means um like you actually look behind sort of where the backstage area yeah well no not literally i mean more figuratively, I saw behind the rock and roll curtain. Uh-huh. So what I what I was led to believe was that Striper were a bunch of Christian bros out rocking for the Lord and you know melting hearts for Christ while melting also eardrums for Christ. But what I came to realize during my work with Striper is that there were, they're just like every other secular band oh, no. and no one has talked about this. Oh, no. So yeah, all the guys in Striper, um, Michael sweet and all of, right now I can't remember them all, but because I've blocked out their names, sure. but sure. they're all pretty bad sinners. 
It's so unfortunate no. because you you know you, you you really do hear about that where you know when they're on stage when they're in front of the curtain you seem like a Christian band yep. but then yep. what they're doing in their personal lives behind the curtain as you would say and I guess probably actually backstage too is just not what you want from from a Christian and I'm, I'm that is just so upsetting and most of them are dead now aren't they? Well, I don't think that they're dead. I'll um I could Google it, but I don't think that they are because I I probably would have been invited to funerals, but um yeah, it's just when you see guys that you really look up to in the biz uh-huh. who are also supposed to be warriors for Christ yeah. that are not, and that are really just fornicating. And, you know, also I would say this whippets are oh, no. the devil's downfall. Wow. Um, do you know what whippets are? No, a whippet is the, small, the racing dog. No, it's not. Well, that, that, that is a whippet. Okay. This is a, a drug called oh. whippet. And what you do is you, um, take a little canister and you put, you release the gas into a balloon. It's like laughing gas oh. and you huff it in. And then you, your, your face and lips turn blue and you have like kind of an out of body experience for a few minutes or for like 30 seconds. But anyway, that's what Striper was doing a lot. Backstage? Back behind the curtain. That's oh, what I was saying. That really breaks my heart. It's hard to see. And I would approach him. I'd be like, guys, you know, all these kids are out there and they look up to you. And you guys got really cool songs, you know? And outfits. And cool. I don't know if you remember their outfits. They look like bees. Yeah. Like, you know, they're like like black and yellow yeah. stripes. Yeah, it's you like know? hardcore colors. Hardcore, yeah. tight tight like really tight pants that was the other thing that i mentioned to them i was like guys i think the the pants might be getting too tight yeah, yeah, yeah. you know and no one else was gonna say it but right. me so i finally said hey i can only say this out of love but i can see your pubes and i can oh, see the outline wow. of your ball of both balls oh wow and so that was That's not received well yeah, oh. yeah and it, oh they were they were furious oh, they said no. rod you know, don't you, they would, uh, a couple of the guys like took me and they jacked me up against the wall and they said, they shook me and they said, Rod, you don't ever talk to us about our looking at our balls, man. You know, you don't do that. (gasps) You're just doing it from a place of love. Yeah. Accountability. Exactly. And I said, guys, you got to realize that these teens are copying you Uh and and they, you know, because if you look out in the audience at any striper concert you see tons of kids also wearing tight 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 pants and you Mm. can see all the all the you can see tons of teen balls everything and tons and tons of teen balls and that's the kind of thing for me i'm still trying to get that out of my brain is when you see all these kids with tight tight pants on and their balls jangling and jingling and you're like no, not anymore, Striper. You stop it, and they wouldn't stop it. Yeah, you know, I, I'm, luckily the style has changed with teens now, and a lot of it's gone kind of like baggy on the top and tight on the bottom, which I which is great. And I, you know, I also wanted to ask you, you know, that sounds so that sounds so intense because I noticed the uh, I guess is that a tracheotomy scar there on your neck? Is that from where they threw you up against the the wall? Because I also noticed your voice is a bit well, I guess gravelly. Yeah, gravelly. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I do have a gravelly voice, but it's not from a tracheotomy. It's just from singing in my own Christian metal band. I oh. know you have your own. I started my own Christian metal band um, called Demon Crushers and with a Z on the end. So it's a little, it's different. So it's like demon, uh, but then crushers. But then a Z on it, so it's like crushers. Cool, um, that is so awesome. Cool. I would love yeah. to hear. I would love to hear what what you guys are up to. Do you have any? Uh, could you give us a well, little a little sample? Yeah, of your, I mean, I can read you. I was just working on a song, song lyric. Just some. Uh, this is just off the top of my head. I mean, I was writing today, and it goes like, mm, 
Demons, you get behind me, demons. Don't you try to seduce me with your slender bodies and your muscular buttocks. You can't hold me down. You get behind me, demons. Why are your bodies so slender and glistening in the moist droplets of water from the waterfall? Yeah, wow. I can wow. almost hear a shredding guitar behind that. Is that the chorus? Well, that's the chorus, but then what you do is I write all the lyrics first and then I give it to the guys and then the guys go through and they put all of the music in. They just layer in riffs, keyboard, oh. synthesizer, triangle, drums, woodwind. It's um, a big band. Yeah, really filling out the, yeah. the sound. Yeah. yeah was, I mean, you know, the band is full fledged. You know, we got um, 17 different guys right now currently wow. in the band who are in Demon Crushers. And I mean, the thing is, is that I don't know if you also realize that we are literally trying to crush demons too in our day-to-day lives, oh, unlike awesome. Striper, you um, know, because right. Striper, like I said, I would say that they are more of a secular band um, or that's what my perception of them. But Demon Crushers is still really trying to crush demons every day. And I get emotional because the Holy Spirit does grab me sometimes by the throat and command me to crush these demons and not to be seduced by them because that's what demons, everybody knows that, but demons are there. They want to seduce you physically. Yeah, it does sound like that kind of comes up in your music a lot. Uh, just you know, the, and the that can be a bodies. slippery slope. Right. I mean, it sounds like that's what happened to Striper. Right. That's exactly what happened to Striper, and we've had that happen to guys in our band before. And we have to we have to kick them out. Uh-huh. You know, we have to say you're out of yeah. the band. Yeah. You can't be. You cannot be a demon crusher if you get seduced by a demon and you let the demon have its way with you and slowly un- unbutton your jeans sure. and then slowly uh, the demon slowly pulls down your jeans just a little oh, bit no. and then slowly ever so slowly the demon will just you know grab your boxer briefs and try to pull down your underwear oh, uh, no. and you got to stop it you right. got to yeah. stop it because the demon won't stop so you oh. have to stop you have it. to grab that elastic waistband to your underpants and hold it up and probably the good thing too is having a band that big when you kick someone out you probably don't really miss them yeah that's the thing that's a great point because Everyone is replaceable in this band by design. Do you know what I mean? Like right now we have four different bass players and a lot of people say, well, that's too much bass in the band for me, for my ears, but it's not really because if anyone screws up, they're out. Yeah. Everyone is replaceable. Yeah. And Rod, I really just, you know, we're talking earlier about your look. You got the look, right? And you got the cool black spiky layered hair and you do got the, you know, tight shirt and all that stuff and all the jewelry and everything. I wonder how much you're really going to have to guard your heart and protect your purity because I'll tell you what, girls see a guy who looks like a rocker, they get all hot under the collar. I remember you were referencing Kiss and whatnot. I heard stories. I mean, they say Kiss stands for Knights in Satan's Service. Right. And, you know, that these guys are worshiping the devil and that Motley Crue and you know Tommy Lee's making a sex tape and these rockers what they did is they had these scouts go look for hot women bringing them backstage behind the curtain letting them come behind the curtain do whatever they wanted to these guys well that's what that's what part of my job was for Striper is I used to have to be the guy to go out into the audience and find you know women that would go and 
be with Striper. Oh, wow. You know, like all of them. Oh. Like, because the, like, that was the deal. The, the guys, all of the, the guys in Striper, they would, uh, they would only have sex as a group. And so you would have to tell the women, look, it's not going to be like a one-on-one thing. You also, it's going to be like a, like a melee. It's going to be chaos. And whippets. And whippets. Yeah. And so, but now, you know, when I think back on those dark days, I just can't believe that that was ever even part of my life yeah. that I had to go out and tap a, a woman on the shoulder and she would say, what? And I would say, well, I'm with the band and they want to meet you. And she would say, fuck you. And I would say, well, no, I'm being serious. And she'd say, no, fuck you. And I'd be like, I'm serious. Why, why would she be, be, be so mad? Why, why would she be saying that? She didn't you? believe because you? Did you because have she didn't believe me. Yeah, because oh, okay. she, yeah, not, yeah. Not like she was mad. She was like, no way. Oh, yeah. you know, that's what she you, you're kind of going back to the same woman over and over because it just sounds like, yeah, oh, okay. You got to like bring a lanyard or something. Show her your mean business. Yeah, exactly. So then I had a special lanyard that I would pull out that had a special VIP pass on it for her. And the... This, oh, this, is, this is bad, but the lanyard, the VIP pass that I would give to the woman had a picture of Striper's butts in their pants. Uh-huh. So, you know, so they kind of know mm-hmm. like, hey, uh, you're going to get this pass. Yeah, you mean but business. But the, imp- the implication is that these butts are for you, you know. Wow. I mean, it's probably so, you know, that with these stories like the butt pass and, and, the, and the woman and, and all these dogs backstage and, and, and everything. I just think it's so great that, you know, most of Striper is dead now and we can really focus on uh, is that a fact i really haven't i mean if i don't have i lost my cell phone because i went to oh no over the weekend i went to do you know who blue man group is oh they're Ooh, awesome yeah they're the I best love blue man. Oh, i love blue man totally group so awesome. i went to see blue man group in chicago and uh, it was the touring company. Oh, yeah, this, okay. So, so not as good. They might be from Chicago originally, but these were the touring Blue Man Group. And so I went to see them, and they do this thing where they always get a volunteer from the audience. Oh, you can't they, go. Yeah, I raised my hand, and I, um, so I said, "I'll go, I'll go." And they said, "Well, they don't say anything; they just kind of gesture." Right, and you know, right. so I said, "Okay, well, here I go." And so I went up on stage, and they did that thing where they were spitting the marshmallows into my mouth, yeah. and then right. they took my cell phone, and they never gave it back. Oh, no. So I don't have a cell phone. So that's why I can't currently look, look up. Whether or not Striper was uh, killed recently, but anyway, um, yeah, but it's so yeah, Blue Man Group is the best. I had a great time, and I would go back to see those guys. Man, I wish I could be a roadie for Blue Man Group because. Those, I don't know their religious beliefs, but I don't even think it matters because they don't really even talk. Right, that's right. They're kind of like they're sort of like um, space aliens or something like that. Like I don't know the backstory of Blue Man Group, but I do think they would be fun to be a roadie for because I bet there's lots of pranks and silliness, and not a lot to carry if you think about it. Uh Just a bunch of marshmallows uh and some paint. Probably some paint. Probably I think they have PVC piping, you know, for some of the instruments. Like like, you know, but um, so but that stuff is way lighter to carry. But um, yeah, I would just like, I, it was just, uh, if I were to ever be a roadie again, which I probably won't, but I wouldn't mind meeting up with Blue Man Group. That is cool. But it seems like maybe God has put a very high calling on your life to be the lead of Demon Crushers. Because, I mean, the good you will be able to do for the, the kingdom The way you're saying God. it isn't right. Okay, how do you say it again? Demon Crushers. Demon Crushers. Yeah, there's a Z on the very end of it. Yeah, okay. yeah, man. It's like too- the kid, like the kid snack crustables. Do you uh-huh. know what that is? Yeah, I love that. crustables. Uh huh. See now with the with the hard Z, it, it's too bad you can't go with the yellow and black. It would be you know the wasp or bee theme would go with that Z, but you don't really want to emulate Striper, do you? What are your band colors? Well, that's a great question because we don't even have colors right now. Oh. I will I will give credit where credit is due. That Striper, they were on the cutting edge of the whole color scheme thing. Because 
because do you remember a group called Blind Melon? Yeah. Okay, so Blind Melon, everybody knows they had the Bumble, they had the video with the Bumblebee. So they sort of were at the same time as Striper. So there was a lot of bee theme and black and yellow theme. And then do you know the the um rap band, the Wu-Tang Clan? Oh. They also call them the Killer Bees. Okay. So there were at this, uh, you know, there have been historically in the music business a lot of bee themed costumes and colorings so anyway we haven't ever figured out what our colors would be and now i don't even know if people even do colors anymore Uh, you know speaking of blind melon i have not heard from that guy in forever and i always thought those were some really good tunes i I hope he put something you should google you should google that because that one i do know for a fact um, that one was a funeral for sure. Oh, really? Oh, yes, you know, yes, I yes. I'm not sure. Well, you know what? I'm not surprised at all to hear that Blind Melon and Wu Tang Gang were stealing the yellow and black stuff from Striper. It's the Wu Tang Clan. Not the. I'm just trying to. I don't want you to get mail from people oh. correcting you, uh, uh, uh. saying you said Wu Tang Gang. Oh. Because it's they're not a gang. Okay. It's a it's a rap group. Okay, cool, cool. They're, it's a clan. Oh wow. Well, wow. I know gangs are bad, but the clan is also bad. Yeah. Well, it's kind of coming back. Hey, you know, I did have one question uh, for you, Rod, which is how in your you know was there a point in your early life? You know, how did you grow up getting interested in this kind of like heavy music? Because it, it seems like maybe something uh, about your childhood uh, maybe resonated with you with this kind of rebel renegade idea that you know these guys like Striper at the time of kind putting out mm-hmm. well for a long time when i was a kid i raised myself oh. um yeah because my parents went on uh have you ever seen the movie home alone yeah. with macaulay culkin it's awesome oh, i only saw the third one but i i love that one it was hilarious it's awesome well the third one i never saw but the there's a bunch of ones before that oh, there's really? a first one and okay. then there's a second one and then it goes straight into the third one okay i thought they started with three like star wars or something and then they were going to work their way backwards okay oh, it's confusing but okay. the, if they I'm almost positive when I get my phone back from the Blue Man group, I will Google it to make sure, but I'm pretty sure that it goes Home Alone 1 and then Home Alone 2 and then straight into Home Alone 3. But um, they, in in Home Alone, the plot in the original is that the parents go on a trip and they accidentally forget their kid okay. and they leave him at home alone, which is how they got the name to begin with. And it's played by a famous uh, actor named Macaulay Culkin. And so that basically happened to me where my parents went away on a trip and they either um, accidentally forgot me or on purpose forgot me. And so I got left at my house for a year and um, I didn't have anything except um, my brother's music. Uh, You know, I mean, I could we live close to a grocery store, so I would go to the grocery store and steal food and stuff. But in my house, musically, my brother had a big record collection, so I would just listen to all of his um, metal records. And so that's how I got into metal and uh, demons. And I started drawing, doing drawings and stuff of demons, you know, with their wings and their horns. And, you know, they're, they're very muscular. If you look at most demons, their bodies are, they have very muscular shoulders. And then it's sort of like a V, like a swimmer's body down to their torso. And then they always have like ripped abs and they have very slender wings, like a bat's wings. But then they are, most artists depict demons wearing a speedo style or european cut swimsuit so you don't ever see their their genitalia so we don't know if it's like ours or different but then if you keep going down their quads their and their uh calves are ripped and pumped 
And then, um, but yeah, so they're always in really good shape. And so that's how I got into demons and drawing them and listening to heavy metals. But it was basically because of what my home alone situation. Wow. It seems like you really made lemonade. And I was wondering if you look at the speedo that the demon is wearing in most of these renderings, um, can you see, like, are they tight? Like the striper, you know, that package that was so tight, you could really see full detail. Well, it depends on the various artists that are drawing the demons. When I do drawings of demons, I don't ever do shading around um, their balls or or their shaft because I don't even want to go there That's good. you know yeah, um, because yeah. it would in uh, to me the scariest thing of all would be a demon cock and the uh, the fierceness and the sharpness of it sure and so I don't even want to go there no. mentally no. so when I draw their bodies I draw them like I said swimmers body yeah totally ripped abs, quads, and calves, yeah. but the Speedo is not ever really shaded. It's more just like a European cut swimsuit. Okay, very That's but you, yeah. yeah, but you can't ever really tell because just because I don't want to go there, but other artists do. Other artists will shade it all, so there is shading and shadowing, and you can tell usually the demons, obviously, because they're demons, they're more developed than we are as people, right. so their genitals are way more developed and more threatening, like way more threatening than ours, so that probably led me to the name Demon Crushers, uh, uh-huh. You know, because of my, that being my worst um, nightmare. Yeah, that's a bit. It's kind of mine now, too. So I just want to, you know, kind of circle back then um, to, you know, when your parents uh, did come back or, or or did you just get found after that year and have to go live with, with someone else? Did, you, did your parents ever arrive back home from their trip? Yeah. Yeah. They came back and they were like, oh, no. Oh, Rod. Oh, we forgot you. Oh, no, this is just like the movie Home Alone. Right, but this is year. exactly like the movie. But it would be uh, if Home Alone lasted for a whole year is what my parents were saying. Yeah. And I was like, I know I was right here. And they were like, whoa, sorry about that. And I was like, all right. Wow. I mean, did you learn how to be a good cook from that? Having to feed yourself? A lot of it is just survival. Um, um survival instincts and stuff like that. So, um, so like to be honest, and stuff? well, to be honest, when you go, um, to that place, um, when, when I was a kid, a lot of it is just straight up shoplifting and burglaries. Uh-huh. So, um, because survival, you have a different instinct. Yeah. So if you think about it, you know, right now we all have very comfortable lifestyles, yeah. but if we were all thrown into a survival situation, we would do whatever it uh-huh. took to survive. Mm-hmm. So, Shoplifting, yes. I shoplifted tons and tons of grapes, uh, dates, you know, things that would fit into a child's pocket, candies, suckers, Uh uh, you know, things that are uh, reachable too. You have to think what is reachable to a child. Well, the produce, Uh yeah, low hanging fruit Uh uh, and the produce aisle, stuff like that. A lot of the kid, here's another thing that people don't tell you about grocery stores is that a lot of the grocery stores are stocked at uh, the kids items are at eye level Uh so that the kids see it and get their parents and they bother their parents for the grocery item and so all of it is reachable to a kid's height so i would grab the you know snack packs um pudding packs like i said grapes yeah it just seems like a lot of sugary stuff i mean were you a bit malnourished when they came back well yeah i mean probably i didn't go to the doctor or anything like that if that's what you're asking because what kid would take himself to the doctor right it just doesn't seem possible no but what i did do was I got worried about burglars, that burglars were going to come after me, like in the movie. So what I had to do was manufacture and, and arrange 
a lot of different self-defense devices and tricks and traps okay. for the burglars. So if you think about a burglar in Home Alone, well, what is he going to do? First thing, he's going to try to come in the front door. Yep. And so if you remember in the movie Home Alone, what Macaulay Culkin did was he took a red hot um, uh, thing and he hung it on the doorknob. So it got yes. really hot. So when the burglars grabbed it on the other side, they yep. went, oh, 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 my f- hand wow, you fucking kid macaulay calkin i'm gonna fucking kill you for this what was that you know, first so, one rated i thought it was a family movie i don't i don't when i get my phone back i'll google it it might have been r i'm not sure yeah, but, but the burger they're the bad guys they have bad mouths yeah and then he also he, i think there's a part two where he went up above the door and he got uh like boiling hot water and when the burglars tried to come in again he uh they he had set up a, uh i think an ice trap so they were like running like cartoon characters outside the door and they fell down and then he dumped ice or I can't remember if it was ice or broken glass, but anyway, I, what I did was broken glass. I set up ice in front of my door in case burglars came. And then I had a bucket of broken glass and I would, I would, um, when someone would knock on the door, I would dump broken glass on them and the glass was soaked. I'd soaked the glass in honey. Uh So the honey would make the glass stick to them and then they would fall down and they would get sliced up. So what was it like when your parents came home? Did they have to navigate all that stuff? Well, immediately my parents were um, tricked and trapped by so many of the tricks and traps that I had laid for them. So I had dug in my front yard. So do you know what a bungee pit is? No. A bungee pit was a, um, a way that uh, we used to trap people in the Vietnam war where we would dig pits and you would put spikes, sharpened spikes at the bottom of the pit. So you would put, um, and then you would, you would put sticks over the hole and then sprinkle leaves on the top. So people wouldn't see that there was a hole. And then, they would walk along, step on the twigs, fall down oh, into the pit and get spikes okay. into their bodies and into their feet. So my parents, yeah, my parents all got impaled. My mom and my dad got impaled in my bungee pit in the front yard that I'd set up for the burglars. So in a way, it was like not um, great because they were very injured because they got out of the bungee pit and then they tried to go around the back way. And then, you know, I didn't know that they would be coming home then, but that's when they got trapped in more um, traps and tricks that I had set for the burglars. So do you, do you know what a log spike is? No. Is it it just kind of sound like what it is? I mean, kind of a log with with some spikes on it. What? I mean, it sounds kind of like a log, a spiked log, spiky log. I mean, yeah, if you're going to, if we're going to, I guess if we're going to, I mean, you're kind of ruining the story, but yeah, that is what it is. It, it, I mean, so yeah, it was just a log. It's like a big log, a heavy log attached to us. It's on like a swing oh. and then you put a big spike on it. And then when they, tr- they, they trip over the trip wire, the log swings and it swings and it spikes them into their back or their, or their oh, stomach. Whoa. And so, yeah, but it's exactly what you guessed. It's a spiky log. Well, I mean, I guess that makes more sense now that I'm kind of getting this filled in. Why your parents, when they came in the door, were kind of going, Oh, Oh, it's like home alone. Oh, yeah. so they were actually in quite a lot of pain. It, it, it seems well, I like- didn't even think about that because now that does explain that part of it. But also, do you do you know what a firewall is? No, you know, I hate to say it, but it's just going to be like a a, a, fi- a fiery wall. I think, Hallie, at this point. I mean, again, yeah, you're just sort of you're jumping the gun. Of you have a way of. I'm not trying to criticize you 
because I, as a Christian, I do love you, but also I will have to give you feedback. And this is Christian feedback Ooh. that you do jump the gun on other people's stories. Well, I guess, you know, it, you know, and I, I will take that feedback, but right now I'm not going to accept it because, you know, usually, and I'm, I'm saying this in a totally Christian way, which is, you know, when you ask a question, like, do you know what a firewall is? And it kind of sounds like what it is and you don't expect the person to answer it or no. Okay. Well, then, then if it, you are okay. so good at guessing all of these tricks and traps, explain to me what a firewall looks like. Ooh. I like that. How would you set that up so that you would catch people and they would get caught on fire in your backyard? I I guess. How would you do? You don't know. I'm I'm trying to. You don't know because you keep jumping the gun. And again, this is Christian feedback. But if you don't know, then don't say you know. I think I could probably figure it out if you give me a a couple. But you don't. Flash paper? This is exactly. What? Flash paper? No, it's not flash paper. It's leaves jammed into sticks covered with honey sprayed with gasoline lit on fire. Oh. And so then the people don't see that it's on fire because they're looking the other way. You make a noise, like you, you bang the lids of trash cans together. And so they look over to see what that noise was and they don't see where they're walking and they walk right into the firewall and then they catch on fire. So my parents fell into the bungee pit no, first they slipped on the ice into the broken glass. Then they fell into the bungee pit. Then they walked around in the backyard, got hit with a spiky log, and then walked into the into the firewall. firewall and then came inside. And they said, "Oh no, oh fuck, fuck! This is just like Home Alone one, not Home Alone two or Home Alone three. This is just like Home Alone one if it had been longer. Oh, had two and three even come out yet? No, that's why they said it you know- again. You're jumping if the." Th- if you're going to jump the gun, if you listen to the the person's story, then you don't need to even jump the gun. Are you married? No, um, I'm not married, but I think a lot of that is that um, it's called God's timing. Yeah. Do you guys, have you ever heard of God's timing? Uh, no. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think it, it's... Oh, here we go. Well, I mean, people have heard of God's timing. I mean, that's not like a firewall or a, a sticky well, what is it? or whatever you, you Oh, go ahead and explain it to me, Professor. What is God's timing? I mean... That, you know, God's time is different than our time. And, and but Well, yeah, I mean, you are right about, yes, you, that is exactly what it is. And I am not currently married or have I ever been married, but I would like to, because I, um, but it's all up to God's timing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also I hope that eventually I can be with a woman because I already know kind of almost what it's like from being on the road with Striper sure, and yeah. seeing it over and over and over. Yeah. And so that's one part. And then the other part is the main reason I want to get married is to take my mind off of demons and the constantly trying to be um, their slender bodies and how strong they are and how much they want to seduce us. Right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I, you know what? I, I don't think we need to go back. Well, into the Rod, demons. speaking because of females. What, they, what it is, is their bodies are so strong and slippery. Right, yeah, you said that before. Because they're yeah. lubricated. Their bodies are pre-lubricated. And so they're very slippery and they... You know, they can hold you down, so I get worried about that. Are there female demons? Wow, great. Oh, I, I've actually never whoa, whoa, wondered whoa, whoa, this. Whoa, 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 Wow. Wait a second. I got to write this down there. I mean... I got to write a song about this. I never even thought... I never even thought of that either. I never even thought about that, that there could be female, like sexy female demons that also have very ripped bodies yeah, and abs. Strong, yeah, But... Their bodies, instead of uh, wearing a speedo or a men's European cut suit, it could be more of like a bikini or a one-piece suit. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I got a man. Oh man, do you guys? Oh, this is like inspiration. And they'd still be able to overpower you because they have a supernatural strength. Their bodies are so much stronger than ours, and their wingspan 
their wingspan is humongous and they can spread their wings and fly really faster, way faster than people can run mm-hmm. or hide. So you can't get away no, from you them. You cannot. You absolutely cannot. Sorry, I just got to get some of my sketch pencils out okay. and use the different colors for the bikinis and okay. stuff. The thing is, is that what I what I need to do right now very quickly is that um, um I have to go to work on my sketches for this and also I have to go to the bathroom immediately like i need to go to the bathroom i just right now i really have to be by myself in the bathroom um, to write the song and also do the artwork for this female demon okay yeah, yeah yeah so i just need to go um i need to go have a quiet time and by myself and no no interruptions total privacy in the bathroom by myself no one comes in there no matter what you got it Rod Humble was played by Rob Hubel. You've seen him in so many great things, but definitely check out his show, Medical Police, on Netflix and follow him at Rob Hubel. I'm Holly Laurent playing Hallie Labonte, and Grey Haas was played by Greg Hess. Follow us and Mega the Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. And if you really want to get out of hell free card, support us on Patreon. The link is in the show notes. <laughs>